But once again, welcome to Politics Today on KFM 92.9, the station that rocks. I am Princess Aboraro. It's a weekly program that highlights issues concerning the development of the nation's political system. And in this week's edition, we will be looking at tasks ahead of President Ahmed Bolatinibu's ministerial appointees. And less than three weeks through the expiration of the constitutionally mandated 60-day within which the Federal Executive Council, FEC, will be constituted, President Bola Ahmed Tenubu may have settled for technocrats, politicians, and top career public servants as ministers, despite public expectations that the president will announce members of his cabinet within days of his assumption in office. Nigerians are still waiting for the ministerial nominees. According to the new amendment to the 1999 constitution, the president and governors must submit the names of persons nominated as ministers or commissioners within 60 days of taking the oath of office for confirmation by the Senate or State House of Assembly. This means that President Tinubu and all the governors must submit lists of nominees for ministers and commissioners before the end of this month. With just about 17 days left before the expiration of the new constitutional mandate, what are the tasks ahead of members from, of members of the new cabinet in renewing the hope of Nigerians as promised by President Bola Tinubu? Joining me this morning for this conversation and many more on the tasks ahead for President Bola Ahmed Tinubu and his ministerial appointees, uh, a political analyst and APC stalwart Uche Umosu. Good thank you. Good morning. Good. Thank you for thank you for me. joining us. Thank you. And thank you, thank you for making this right here on time. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we also have uh, a public affairs analyst, Mr. Larry Oloyede. Good morning. Thank you for coming. Good morning. Thank and you right, for having me. And right on time too. Thank you. So let's uh, get to the question. Seventeen days to go. We're still here. What do you think is the is the current situation? Um, may come to you, Mr. Monsu. I think, uh, um, good morning, and then uh, thank you for having me, and thank you, Nigerians, for listening. The issue with the appointment and nomination of uh, ministers, I don't think it's too late, um, less than, just less than one month. Considering the fact that we heard that we hit the ground running. Yes, of <laughs> course, you know, he made appointment of advisors. Okay. And then advisors also have a little, uh, this thing like the uh, ministers, except they are not members of the executive council. But I believe that as time goes on, before, like you rightly said, before the end of the, the month, I believe that Mr. President will submit the names of ministerial nominees to the Senate. Uh, one thing that, uh, that I'm much, much interested in, when you made mention of uh, submission, you made mention of technocrats, you made mention of politicians, and you made mention of uh, people in their virus field. Mm. That is what we expect from the ministerial nominees. We just have to have uh, uh, some percentage of technocrats and then garnish it with politicians. So Do that you think that what is going on is the president trying to be as careful as he can be to make sure he gets the right cabinet? Of course. Judging from what uh, he did uh, uh, when he was a Lagos state governor and judging from his cabinet, uh, when you look at his cabinet before he became a uh, president, when he was the governor of Lagos state, uh, you look at uh, his commissioners then and you look at uh, the appointment he made during that time as a as a governor of uh, Lagos State, you will see that some of the people he appointed then that were the people that were able to increase the internal revenue of Lagos State are technocrats. But you know, 
in politics. You need politicians also to garnish it and to put uh, flavor mm -hmm. in the system. So I believe that within some few weeks, or even not days, Mr. President will make known his uh, ministerial nominee. Mr. Loyede, what do you think? Do you think politics is being played right now, or uh, Mr. President is trying to be careful not to make the wrong choices? Because I remember that we waited for six months for President Buhari, and we were hoping that, ah, don't give him all the time he needs in the world. He will bring some fresh guys only for us to see the good old names. <laughs> what do you think? Well, it, it, it is very essential that the president take it, uh, take his time because this is about the most adust, you know, task of the president because uh, this uh, decision can either make or mar his administration. If he gets it right, right then the administration will sail uh, very well. But if he gets it uh, worse, then it's going to affect his administration because, you know, there are so many intrigues that goes on with uh, selection uh, or compilation of uh, ministers because there are diverse interests. There are vested interests from the uh, politicians, uh, the technocrats are also there. Now, you cannot compare uh, what uh, the, uh, the condition under which the president will be operating as the president to uh, the condition he operated when he was governor. Uh, as governor, he had the latitude to employ anybody, I mean, to engage anybody as ministers. He could, uh, in fact, there are most of the people who served with him as commissioners were not even from Lagos states. Some of them were from Ogun State or Shun State, yeah, Ekitia, while some were even from the Southeast. Mm -hmm. You understand? But now he's guided by the Constitution. The Constitution says you have to appoint at least a person from each state. And then you know the people who are in charge of the states, the political stakeholders, the governors. So the pressure um, mounts so much on, on him. Uh, also, given that this is his first time, and he might, he might likely be looking for a second time, so he wouldn't want to uh, go against uh, the political uh, juggernauts in the states. He wants to dance to his tune, but at the same time, he also wants to keep to his promise. So, he's, uh, the president is in a sort of dilemma uh, uh, between balancing between the national interest and political interest. And so, he needs to take his time, he needs to think very well, he needs to get it right. Because if he gets it right, then the administration will say, well. What what in your judgment would be getting it right? What kind of people are you looking forward to Mr. President selecting or, um, or making ministers and members of his cabinet? Now, getting it right, most the expectations of Nigerians is that he will uh, assemble technocrats. Technocrats are known for delivering the goods. They are there to do the job, but politicians are there to, uh, you know, to, for different interests. First, uh, for their personal interest, also for the party interest. So, uh, and we've known politicians, uh, sorry to say, they have kind of uh, failed Nigerians over the years. So, Nigerians have kind of lost hope in the politi uh, politicians. So, Nigerians want or desire more of technocrats in the cabinet. But at the same time, the president will have to balance it. He cannot, you know, uh, sideline the politicians and then uh, go for uh, uh, technicals alone. He has to balance it. So that is where what I mean when I said he, he needs to get it right. Talking about uh, not leaving the politicians, because there is also this general belief out there that, okay, these guys worked hard and they were working with the hope that they would get something mm. uh, from the system. And now that the president is hunting for his ministers and the members of, the, of, of his cabinet, um, let me come to you, uh, Mr. Onsu. Uh, do you think that, um, do you, do you um, in any way think that there's merits and demerits of bringing in party loyalists? Or is there possibly, because there are some people who also argue that you can't just call them party loyalists. First, they are humans 
and they are members of the society. They are some of them are also technocrats. So why do we do we uh, just focus on the fact that they are party members and they are loyalists and the least and there's this likelihood of the president picking these persons? Or are you saying leave party loyalists and focus on 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 the country and patriotism by bringing the best? Uh, you cannot like rule it out that they are all uh, party loyalists. There are party loyalists that are po- there are pa- party loyalists that are politicians and they are technocrats. Very well. Um, when you look at uh, uh, during Obasanjo's era, people like Erofai, before he came into politics, Erofai was a technocrat. He was a surveyor. He knows uh, his uh, own onion very well then. And then, judging again, those we have now, we are not saying that it should be all politicians. There are some politicians that have done well in their states, even as former governors. There are politicians who have not done well but it's left for Mr. President to look at them now. But what we're saying, like my colleagues say, rightly said, that the technocrats are there to deliver. But when you look at delivering and making people understand the policies of the government, it's a different thing from having a technocrat. Yes, we have them, but you look at a technocrat, his own is to deliver. He doesn't have the, the language and the charisma to talk to the rural people. And, you know, talking to them needs convincing them. So when you bring a banker, uh, who is not uh, uh, when you bring like uh, somebody who is into a field and his own work is to just sit in office and deliver the assignment and make sure that it's being delivered to the people. But you need people again to understand it. And when it comes to government policies, somebody who is a politician who understands the language of the people need to talk to the people. So that is the need why we should uh, uh, have uh, politicians to garnish the technocrat. But left for me, if you ask me. I would uh, even advise Mr. President to have 60% of technocrats in his uh, appointments. There are areas we need them very, very well. Areas like uh, education, areas like health, areas like uh, agriculture, and so other places. Finance, you know, we need those group of people there. Then when you come to areas like uh, other ones, uh, like uh, when you look at uh, internal affairs and all those things, you can, you can bring them in and then let them be the people to handle those places. But when it comes to issue of delivery and those things that concerns and touches human life like health, we believe that you cannot have a journalist to become a minister of health. And you cannot have a, a doctor who his profession is to do a doctoring work to be a minister of education. Because you don't understand anything about it. Because you had the last uh, minister that left mm, education, yeah. <laughs> what he said. He said he knows nothing virtually about education, but he was drafted into Learning education. And at the end of the day, we had a lot of problems in the education system. Strike. So that's why we're asking that Mr. President should have the class to handle those key positions that touches human life while garnishing it with uh, uh, politicians who will also be able to deliver Mr. President. Uh, agenda. Let me come to you, Mr. Loyede. We've been using the word technocrat, technocrat, but somebody said that's how we abuse words in Nigeria. We just keep using them, but at the end of the day, this person's coming and we're still, you know, it's just still, still the same circle. Uh, we're just <coughs> running around in circles. Uh, what agenda can you set for the incoming ministers and the federal government as a whole? Let's look at, we're looking for technocrats. Okay, they finally come in. Let's set agenda for them. Well, there are so many work, uh, you know, uh, laid down for them to do uh, because uh, the government inherited a country that is in bad shape economically. 
uh, in security wise, even um, educationally, and uh, what have you, and also uh, a nation that is also kind of uh, widely divided along ethno religious, uh, you know, fault lines. So the the job is already well caught out for them. But the one that touches the people most has to do with the economy because um, the the economy is in a very uh, you know, precarious situation as we speak. Uh, inflationary rate is uh, at all time high, uh, from about 33.3 percent now, and it's projected to eat about 41 percent uh, before the end of this year. Uh, look at the uh, talk of a uh, food inflation, headline inf- inflation. Uh, what with the removal of a uh, 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 subsidy that has also spark, uh, uh, led to a spike in the price of uh, uh, foods and commodities in the market. So this will be the first you know, area that the government needs to tackle. Government needs to do whatever they need to. The ministers need to work to make sure that uh, inflationary rate is brought back to single digits like like it was in uh, uh, the uh, government of uh, Jonathan. 22.5% is very, very high. And then unemployment rate. Unemployment rate is is, is about uh, uh, 33%. And it's also also adding towards 40%. And then uh, the percentage of Nigeria in uh, abject poverty is about 63%, about 1.3 million in multi-dimensional poverty. So government, they need to, uh, you know, design programs that we make sure that the cost of living actually goes down so that Nigerians, the ordinary Nigerians on the street can feel the benefit of this government. All right, if you're just joining us, uh, this is Politics Today, coming to you live on KFM 92.9. Our guests are still here with us, a political analyst and APC stalwart Uchi Mosu, and a public affairs analyst, Mr. Larry Uloyede. Our lines are now open for those who wish to, who wish to contribute to, um, to this discussion. 0705-353-8929. That's 0705-353-8929. We are discussing the task ahead of President Ahmed Bola Tinubu's ministerial appointees and what is expected of the incoming ministers. And then we'll take a break at this time and then get back to you. Uh, Just stay with us on KFM 92.9. There's nothing like it. All right, thank you very much for staying with us on Capital FM 92.9. We're discussing... um, the task ahead of President Bola Metinubu's ministerial appointees. It is politics today on KFM 92.9. My name is Princess Aboraro. The numbers once again 0705-353-8929. I think we'll have our first call on the line. Hello, good morning. Hello. You're on, connected. What's your name and where are you calling us from? Okay, 0705-353-8929. Let me come back to you now, Mr. Onsu. The economy of the country, from what he was saying, the level of poverty is high, there's hunger in the land, the economy of the country is somehow now, especially since the removal of your subsidy, everything has like tripled. Prices of goods, services, transportation, tripled. Uh, what can you suggest to the incoming cabinet to tackle the situation? The National Assembly has been, has been talking about it, but so far, nothing really has been done. So, for members of the cabinet coming in, what is expected of them to alleviate the suffering? 
Yeah, thank you. The uh, um, uh, even with the removal of the fuel subsidy, uh, within few weeks that the president made uh, that pronouncement, uh, we have seen some um, palliative measures that he brought in. And just last week, the issue of tax, which he made some exemption on some taxes goods that on their taxes of some goods, and also um, providing a, a buses for workers also to alleviate their suffering. Because I believe that a worker who earns fifty thousand naira and uh, you are working in the Ministry of Health and you live in Kubua, uh -huh. and then at the end of the month, virtually you go home with uh, 20,000 or 10,000. Then how do you pay your house rent? How do you pay your student school fees? The, apart from the ministers that are coming in, working closely with Mr. President, because the most important thing is for them to have, to have knowledge of what Mr. President wants. Because um, like uh, uh, in some areas, you say co-missioners. Who is the missioner here? Is the president? Who are the co-missioners? Even in this day, you call them commissioners. Mm -hmm. Is the ministers? So they have to they have to catch with the vision of the minister president. He knows why he removed the force subsidy, and he has reason why he did that, and he knows where he's going to. Now, we don't want to have a minister of finance who will come, and the idea of Mr. President. On the issue of tax, he will start bringing an advice that will jeopardize uh, Mr. President's uh, uh, work in the Ministry of Finance. We'll have a call on the line. Hello, good morning. This is KFM Politics Today. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello, good morning. My name is Alhaji Mohammed. Calling in for Al Haji Mohammed, thank you for joining us. Make a contribution. Yeah, well, our guests, so cool. I greet you all our guests. We are waiting for the Nigeria, are waiting for the minister. And not only for waiting for ministers, we will be important to put the right person in the right place. You should not do a mistake that the other past government have done. Are you hearing me? Yes, go ahead. Yeah. You should not do a mistake like the other government have already done when you carry a entire comment to us off. Other, other, other things that everybody knows. We don't need that plan again. That's number, number two. If it's not they can try. It starts well now. And the moment is always, they always start well. Out of the end. They say to start well, not the, the, the beginning. Uh, the the place that will start to end well. That's what we need. Mm. We should not allow all those people that lobby. Those who are lobbying for Finistar. See, if you are Sadi, if you are Sadi, not certificate, if you are Sadi, if you are Sadi, you don't need to lobby. Because right. those who are going to lobby, they are going to do, they are willing to do anything. As far as they are lobbying, they will not do anything. If you are somebody that you have been saying, I'm going to do this thing. Thank you. If you are going to do that, you will not take you down to the people who are going to do this. You will go on this lobby, 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 up and down. I understand. I understand. I understand exactly how you feel. Thank you very much for your contribution. So that was that was going to be my next question. Chief Minister Uchimus, I'll come to you. You're a politician. You can tell that a lot of lobbying is going on right now. Uh, whether they are technocrats or not, people just want to be in government and remain in government to be able to, um, uh, you know, make a living sort of it's looking like business now i've invested my time i've invested my money i have delivered that's the word that most politicians use i delivered so what is in it for me so the lobbying that is going on how would that benefit nigerians 
um, of course, when you come into politics, there must be lobbying. But what I should advise Mr. President is to look at track record. And at this point in time, track record matters. It is not the issue of uh, having somebody big name and there is no track record. Mm -hmm. Some have been governors, some have been ministers before, some have been this and that, former this, former that. What is your track record? What have you given to the society? Some of them just want to appear in every government. Every government they are there just to answer, I'm a former this, former minister, former governor, former advisor, former this and that. That's not what we need now. But I believe very well that President Bola Ahmed Ashwajutinibu knows the pains of Nigerians. And uh, judging from, he did not get his presidency on uh, <laughs> a lighter. He, walk, yeah, he, was he, he, he was tough. So you understand that Nigerians need him to perform. So uh, track record is what we are going to talk about. We are not talking about uh, because we are former governor, because, uh, because of the big name. No. Haven't you seen where a mechanic does better than uh, mm-hmm. than somebody who mm-hmm. said Electric, he went to school and did a engineer, electrical electrical uh, engineer, electronics electronics engineering or mechanical engineering. mechanical engineering. You see somebody who say I read mechanical engineering and you tell and him okay dismantle this, this car. <laughs> he will be looking at the car. He will want to go and bring his book and start looking at the book. Remove that. Remove this. While a roadside mechanic will dismantle the car immediately without looking at a single book. So track record. Is what Mr. President should look at and not lobby. Mr. Loyede, you were nodding your head. Are you agreeing to that or you're, you're thinking of something else? Yeah, that's the way to go. Uh, track record. What uh, the person she was the person known for? Uh, not just the name, just uh, as he has said. Now, uh, to the question that you asked him earlier, it's just unfortunate that uh, that is uh, how we have uh, been living our national life. There are people who have been in the corridor, the corridor of power for more than 30 years. They have uh, lived their life on government. You know, government paid, uh, paid all their bills, and then they find it difficult to live a life outside government. So th- such people also want to come back. So we don't want to... Nigerians uh, do not want to see that kind of uh, people. We need uh, fresh faces. You know, uh, Tinubu is known for ed- hunting, you know, uh, 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 quality people. Uh, the people that are with him today that everybody uh, know. Nobody knew them before he had hunted them. So when he brought them, it was when they delivered that they now became a household name. So we expect... Um, or, there might be names that we, we might have not had before, but they have are what it takes to deliver the goods. So that is what Nigerians want to see. That is what Nigerians want to see. We have just uh, three minutes before we go. So we're going to try to utilize the three minutes to uh, talk about what Nigerians expect. What do you think the expectations of Nigerians are at the moment, Mr. Uche? <laughs> the expectation of Nigerians from Mr. President is to see food on their table. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> No matter how you, you put it. You think food is the major problem right now? Of course. Mm. We, there is hunger in the country. You agree with that? Of course, I agree with that. Good. And there is insecurity also in the country, which Mr. President, with the new appointment I've seen for the first time after eight years, where you see an integration from different geopolitical zones. A Yoruba man is there, the chief of army staff, you see a southern a southern. So, so, so that's the point. How has that helped the security issues? Because we hear of fresh killings in Benue, we hear of killings in, in Plateau. And we're talking about bringing, okay, oh, the right, putting the right people in the right place. And then just a few weeks after that, we're, we're hearing stories. No, you see, the problem before now is that